Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello there, and welcome to episode 76 of The Social Circus. I am your host, Sarah T, and I host this podcast every single week for you, um, sometimes with special guests and mostly by myself. Today is a solo episode and I am going to be looking at boundaries and productivity. So if you are listening to this podcast live, we are now in the final quarter of 2023. And this is a great time to review the year that has been, kind of reassess our goals for the final quarter of the year and to decide what we want 2024 to look like. Now, I know that in your business, if you don't start to do some of this planning now, it will get to December, um, which if you're in Australia, is the summer vacation holiday time, uh, particularly for school children have like seven or eight weeks off. We go into the silly season with Christmas and parties and the busyness that all of that brings. And what this often means is that During November, we're frantically busy trying to work on bringing in sales for the end of the year. We're often busy with things like Black Friday. Then we get to December and we're kind of distracted. And before we know it, it is January and the new year has started. And what this can mean is that we just kind of roll into the new year without any plans or thoughts or ideas on what that is going to look like for ourselves and our business. So what I would really love you to do, and if you do it after you've listened to today's episode, that would be amazing. But I'd like you to do a little bit of exercises around your business and what you would like your year, your day, your week, your month to look like. Because if we don't set intentions as to what our business is going to look like, it will just unravel for us. Now, as I know many of you are feeling, this final quarter is often one that's quite hard for us in our business. We're often quite tired. Uh, Maybe we've been pushing quite hard throughout the year and we're starting to feel a little bit of that fatigue set in. We're kind of feeling like a little bit lackluster and that really starts to show in different parts of our lives and our business. So this can be a great time to get sick, (laughs) Um, particularly if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and you're going into winter and there's lots of bugs around here in Australia, at least we're coming into the summer months. Um, But it is often a time when we get sick because we're run down. So if that is the case for you, I do want you to stop and consider Why are you feeling like that right now? Before you answer that, I do want to acknowledge this year has been another hard year for us as business owners. And I feel like it's just been a little bit relentless because 2020 was the year of COVID. Um, 2021 was really difficult, particularly if you're here in Australia. We still had lots of lockdowns, lots of difficult problems. Last year, I think we thought we were coming through it and we still had lots of issues with unpredictability in our business. And I think we were all so excited for 2023. It had so much promise. And then we got hit with big economic macro things that have really impacted many of our businesses. So if you have been hustling and grinding, know that many businesses out there have been in much the same predicament this year. I would say in my 12 years of business, this is one of the hardest that I've seen across the board for my clients. Um, And I know that we have definitely felt it in my business as well. Um, And I definitely feel like I'm hustling more than I would like to be. So if that has been the case for you, I want you to first know that you are not alone. I want you to know that you are not the only one that has struggles with bringing in sales, consistent income, consistent revenue. So if that has been the case, know that it is not you, it is not personal, it is not about your business, that 
We are dealing with larger macroeconomic trends at the moment that are definitely impacting people's discretionary spending, um, the way in which people make decisions, the way in which people spend money. And if I'm honest, I don't know if next year is going to be much better. So we need to kind of strap ourselves in and be really ready for what is ahead. And with that in mind, one of the things we should always be doing in our business is looking at, particularly if you are the main what I call the main face of the business you are, if you're working by yourself and you don't have a team to support you, this is even more important. And I'm going to quote, many of you know, I am a Denise Duffel Thomas devotee. Uh, I've been a fan of hers for many, many years, and I love so much of what she teaches. Uh, she is a money mindset expert. I've done her boot camp multiple times, but her books are also really fantastic. And I try and read my favorite book of hers is Chillpreneur. Um, and I try and read that every single year because it has so many gems in it. And one of the things she talked about, which was really um, the first time I read it was a really big light bulb moment for me, was the fact that she talked about in your business, if you are the main breadwinner, the main person who does all the work, if you work by yourself and it's it, you don't have a team. If you do have a team, they mostly report to you. You are the golden goose that lays the golden egg. And with that in mind, if you do too much, you burn yourself out, you're exhausted, you get sick for a long period of time, that is all going to have a massively detrimental impact on your business. So what I want you to think about is this. Have you taken holidays this year? Have you been able to take time away from your business? How sick have you got this year because you're tired, exhausted, run down? Um, how well have you coped and juggled with all the things that you have going on? Now, the reality of it is that if things are tight in your business, it can be hard to outsource some things, but know that the easy way to start outsourcing is with a virtual assistant with just a few hours a week of support, and that can be really cost effective. Um, it is proven that most small businesses start to outsource too late. And what that means is that we have let ourselves get overwhelmed. And I hear some of my clients say, I don't have time to train a VA. And that means they desperately need to because they are simply doing too much in their business. So the first thing I want you to consider is how busy and how much have you worked this year? And I love to do this by doing a time tracking exercise. Now you can do this for a week, a fortnight, a month. Try and choose a week that looks like your typical week, okay? And I want you to see how you break down your tasks, how you do different activities in your business and see what time different things are taking up because this is often really insightful because we often think that, oh, look, doing my own bookkeeping takes like an hour a month and actually it's taking five hours a month. Um, to do um, things like my social media is taking five hours a week and in my head I don't think it's taking up much time. So the data or the numbers don't lie. So if you keep a track of your time and see how you are spending it, this is a really good way to decide um, what, what am I doing? How can I change things? Now, with that in mind, when you are doing your time tracking, what I would like you to look at is how are you currently working? Now, this means several things. It means um, how often do you spend time working in the evenings, on the weekends, and uh, how well are you managing all of your life? Um, I don't like the word work-life balance. I think it is a bit ridiculous because it is one life. And when you are a business owner, your work is your life. It is part of your life. It is a holistic view. 
And I want you to ask yourself one question in particular, because I know for many of us, particularly as female entrepreneurs, we often started our business with the view that we wanted to be like more present with our family. Now, if that is why you started your business, I want you to realistically ask yourself, am I doing that? Okay. Am I showing up and being present for my family? Because it is really, really hard. Um, If you are like me and you have bad workaholic tendencies, it is even harder. So I want you to ask yourself, how are you managing everything? How are you feeling? How many hours are you working? And are your weeks just rolling on and you're busy, but you don't seem to have made progress towards your bigger business goals? Now, um, I know that working on your goals is really, really simple. So one of the things that um, has been really exciting, uh, I have a mastermind called Digital Queens Mastermind. And in that, every single month at the end of the month, we do goal setting for the month ahead. And we break it down into tactics and actions, which they're going to take every single week. Now, this sounds really simple, um, but the reality of it is, it is really simple because we're talking about it, we're breaking it down into actions, and each week we are making progress on them. There is nothing How do I describe it? There is no magic behind the curtain when it comes to achieving growth and attaining the goals in your business. It is nothing sexy or special. It is simply a matter of setting aside time, preferably every single week to work on those. So if in your business you had some goals this year, uh, maybe you thought you might like to expand your business, maybe add some digital products, maybe start new revenue streams and you haven't made progress towards them, The question you want to ask yourself is how much time have you actually set aside on a regular basis to work towards those? And it's been really, really interesting because when we look at our goals in the mastermind, what we actually do is we consider what do we have going on that month that is going to impact on our ability to achieve our goals. So say, for example, the last month we had, um, we've, we've got school holidays, Um, we've got all sorts of public holidays, different things that can impact our productivity in our business. And I always like to set goals with that in mind as to how much time do you have available? Because often we set really lofty goals and you're like, no idea how I'm going to achieve that. And the real answer is it's, it's the, how do you eat an elephant in chunks? You just break it down. And I'm really excited to see as we move into our last quarter, um, how much progress the ladies in the mastermind have made because Every month there has been a focus on breaking down their goals into actions. And obviously we also do co-working every month, which again, doesn't sound sexy, but it's, it's all about having that laser focus and dedicating time towards working on your business, not in your business. So with that in mind, I wanted to share with you how I try and work and what my goals are next year in terms of my boundaries in my business. Now, I know that when things can be quiet in your business, it can be really tempting to think that you have to work around the clock, to think you have to be endlessly flexible and available for your clients. And I want to say that is absolutely not the case. Okay, it is really important that you put boundaries in place to protect your health, to protect your energy and your overall well-being. And I have found this year, um, at the beginning of this year, I was working really, really hard because I was still coaching in a government program that finished in March. And that put me under immense pressure to deliver and not having that pressure now, um, whilst I do definitely miss the income, I really like the flexibility that I now have with my private coaching clients. So this is what my business looks like at the moment. And I want to share with you what I'm planning for 2024. 
So in my business on a Monday, I do Mondays as a non-contact day. So that means that I don't have client meetings. I don't run training. I just sit in my office at home and I work on my goals for my business. So you can call this a CEO day, whatever you want to call it. But it means that I'm really focused on working in my business to grow it, to achieve the goals that I have. Now, this is a really important time and I love having that focus every single week. My Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays are generally taken up with coaching clients and with training either in person or um, online. And then on Fridays, I have Fridays as what I call a flex day. Now, this means that um, if I happen to be running co-working, I'll do co-working and that might be in person or online. Um, I also might do any catch up. If I didn't finish my tactics for my goals for the week on the Monday, I will revisit them on a Friday so that it really stops me trying to work on the weekends, which is really important to me because I do have workaholic tendencies and I can very easily burn myself out. Now, if things have gone well, I don't have co-working or anything else to do on a Friday. I can also take the day off, which means I can catch up with my girlfriends, go for a facial, go have lunch with my mum something really nice. Okay. So that's kind of what my week optimally looks like. Now it doesn't always go to plan. Things go, um, I might, for example, have clients visiting from interstate that want to meet me and their flexibility is not there. So I will always accommodate people if I can. Um, I might be told I have to run a training workshop and the only day I can do it is on a Monday. So I will make exceptions to that. I'm not rigid in my thinking, but I have pretty good boundaries in place. The other thing that I've tried to do is bring in boundaries around how much I'm available when I'm coaching. Now I can coach all day. I have very high energy. I have very focused mind and I can coach for like 10 hours. But what I do know is I'm absolutely exhausted the next day. So I'm trying to reduce how many hours I actually have available to eight hours on a Wednesday and a Thursday. So that's going pretty well. And I'm reasonably happy with that, but I'm definitely noticing as the year creeps on that things are starting to slip a little bit. And so I have had a planning session with my team to talk about 2024 and what does that look like? So in my business, we lay down for the whole year what I have to commit to every single month for the year. So this means in my mastermind, uh, I have four sessions a month for that. I have a goal setting session. I have a group coaching session. I have a guest expert and I have a coach uh, co-working session, which is a three hour session. So all of those go in the diary for the whole year. In my membership Blooming Biz Academy, every month for that, I have a one hour online networking session and I have a one hour group coaching session. So again, those go into the diary for the whole year. I also then like to lay down for the year. Um, my oldest son is finishing school this year, so he'll be at university next year. So um, my assistant has put into my diary for 2024, the university holidays and the school holidays. So I know what those dates are. And we have decided that they are going to be blocked out by default. Now this then means, and the reason I did this is because last week I was on holidays with my family in Monkey Mire, and it was a last minute holiday during the school holidays and I hadn't blocked my diary out. And that meant I had to do training and coaching whilst I was on holidays up there, which whilst not the end of the world is not ideal because I'm not getting a break. So we've decided to block out those school holidays next year. And that means that if I decide to go away at the last minute, it's really easy to do that. And it also means that, say, two weeks out from school holidays, if I'm not going away, I can then open my diary to see more coaching clients. So it gives me that flexibility. The other thing that I thought was really fun to add in, um, as many of you know, I work with my husband and I said to him, when school goes back that first day back, 
I really hate being fully booked and busy with coaching clients. So the first day that school goes back, we're booking it off as a day off. And he and I are going to have a day together, go and have some lunch, do something nice to kind of just be regroup for us before we throw ourselves back into the busyness of work. So that was one idea. The other idea that I really wanted to test out in my business was to try and have every fourth week in my business as a non-contact week. And the reason for that, again, is around protecting my energy and my overall well-being. Now, I'm going to see how this goes next year. Um, and I think it's going to be really nice to have a week ahead going, right, I don't have any training. I don't have any contact with clients. I can just sit inside my business and work on some of those bigger goals. Now, those boundaries are going to be something that I set down and I'm going to be try and be quite rigid with them um, as much as I can. And I'm going to keep you posted next year on how they are going, because I'm really interested to see what that feels like in terms of my energy, in terms of my capacity to move forward in my business. So again, the time that we spend working in our business like a CEO will move us more dramatically than doing, um, you know, work like creating products, meeting with clients. That doesn't grow our business in a way that really focusing in on our business will. So I want you to keep that in mind. So that's what my boundaries are looking like. And one of the things I do want to talk about briefly with this is that if you have good boundaries in place and you know that you can spend certain days doing certain activities, it is proven definitively if you can be focused on tasks, you are more productive. Now, I know that there's not a single one of you listening right now that doesn't lament about how busy you are, how overwhelmed you often feel and how you never feel like there is enough time in your day. Now, the reason for that is twofold. One, we take on too much. Two, we spend too much time on social media. And let's make it threefold. We don't manage our time well. So I want you to ask yourself, if you're feeling those things, how can you better structure your days, your weeks and your months to support yourself and to allow you to be more productive in your business? And all of this starts with really good boundaries. Now, I do want to just say the boundaries that I have talked about for myself and my business are very specific to me. They're specific to the fact that I have two teenage sons who are quite self-sufficient. The old one even has his license um, and that they're not young boys like when I first started my business. OK, so they're in a very different space to now when they started my business and they were one of them was preschool and one of them was in I think pre-primary or year one. So they're pretty small kids. And so that looked a lot different then to what it does now. When particularly my youngest son was at home, um, I used to work less during the day and I used to work at night. So again, I want you to consider your personal circumstances and what would be most appropriate for your business and what would suit your family and your life and what would you like to do? Now, the reality of it is we didn't start our business to work 60 hours a week. And so if that is what you are doing, you need to reassess how you're spending your time. And the best way to do that is to start with that time tracker. It just doesn't lie. And you can go online to Google, put in time tracker. It will show you different things. There are tools like Toggle, T-O-G-G-L, which is a great time tracker. If you want to use that, a lot of people who um, get billed by the hour use those kind of tools. You can write it on a scrap piece of paper and just track it, whatever simple for you. I don't want this to be an excuse to make it hard for you to do it. I just want you to keep a, a note. You can do it in 15 minute time blocks or 30 minute time blocks. But what I do know is when you start to see how you spend your time, it's often quite a shock because we often don't realize how much time, for example, maybe we're spending on client work or client projects and how much time is non-productive time in our days. So I would really encourage you to spend a little bit of time after listening to today's podcast 
doing a time track and assessing how you're working, asking yourself right now, how are you feeling about your business? Are you feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and fed up? And how can you set yourself up for better success, maybe for the final quarter of this year and even into 2024? I want you to use some of the ideas that I've shared with you about having structure in your days and structure in your weeks, as well as considering things that are important to you. Um, maybe it's school holidays, maybe it's spending more time with your partner, maybe it's spending more time in nature, whatever is right for you, you know what that is. But I want you to ask yourself that because know this, we do not get anything back. This is not a do over. This is our one time to do the things we want to do. So if you are not living your life in the way in which you would like to, please know that as a mother with an 18 year old son, I feel like his life went past in the blink of an eye. I feel like he was a baby a few weeks ago and it goes so, so quickly. So know that the days and years will continue to flow. And if we are not doing and living them how we want to, we can't change that. So it is really important that you reassess how you are doing things right now. Ask yourself, is this working for me, my life and my family? And if it's not, how can you set yourself up for more success with better structure and boundaries in 2024? So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I love sharing these kind of things. It really floats my boat, makes me excited to hear that you are enjoying your life and your business more. So I wish you lots of success with your time tracking and I will look forward to chatting to you same time next week on The Social Circus. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.